Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Isn't that nice? Three (laughs) o'clock. Welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Chris Tony Gwynn Jr. on his way to Peoria, Arizona, or will be soon. He's uh, heading down to get ready for the start of spring training. First Padre game will be carried right here on 97.3 The Fan. That would be Friday. Game starts at noon. Take a wild guess who they're playing in their first spring training game. Dodgers? No. I know. I already know who oh, they're playing. Oh, you already playing. know. Yes. Yeah, they're playing the Mariners. Because the law says they have to play the Mariners in the first spring training game. They have to it was up to Major League Baseball, the Padres would just play 162 games against their geographic rivals, the Mariners. It still doesn't make any sense, but sure. Yeah. Uh, somebody gets that somewhere, not me. <laughs> uh so yeah, first game coming up Friday at noon. We'll be on after the uh, game on Friday, but uh Tony will be back with us here shortly in a couple of days, I believe. Uh Scraby and I will soldier on until then. Good stuff there with Alden Gonzalez. Or is it Alden Gonzalez. I didn't have the heart to ask him. Uh, I felt bad that I was calling him Alden and, and you I was were calling, calling him Alden. Alden. I don't know, honestly. Poor I just guy. Heard, I just heard Tony say that his name was... I believe Tony says Alden. Yeah, well, I say Alden. But hey, we're not that bad, Chris, because during the interview, I was just reading through an article about what he wrote of Votani and everything, and someone referenced that in a different website, and they spelled his name Aiden. So at least we at, oh, least, at least we got, got the, the right, L right. We got the L in there properly. Yes. But we appreciate Alden or Alden Gonzalez. <laughs> I think we should we should get that squared away. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, imagine going on a on an interview talk show and. The two hosts both pronounce your name differently. It's a little frustrating. I know that when I get called Chris Elo, it is like nails on a chalkboard to me. I don't ever hold anybody responsible for it. I don't get mad at the person, but Elo, you I can't note. deal with that. See, I I'm- don't like it. It just sounds terrible to me. Um, it's just like hello, and it should be simple. That, well, yeah, I like how but you say not that. Not everybody gets it. Not everybody gets it. A lot of Are you talking about last know. names, Chris? Chris, I've been called everything. I know. I don't understand. World. Yours seems so obvious to me. S K R A B Y. I don't need. I don't know any other way to pronounce that other than Scraby. Scrabby. I know you get Scrabby all the time. I get. Or my mom's a teacher, and her younger kids call her Mrs. Gravy. 
Like gravy. Yeah, because they can't they can't pronounce scraby, so they, they can't say pronounce gravy. the S and the K, so they put a G and an R in instead. Yeah, I've been called scrubby. Scrubby. I've been called Scrooby. Scrubby and Scrooby sound like they're just kind of making fun of you. No, no, no. The, uh, that sounds like they're just making fun of no, you. No, there was a Scrabby guy. Scrabby is actually mispronouncing your name. No, and I don't really understand that. Yeah, I get a lot of that. I also get uh, Scrapey. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. You uh, don't want Scrapey? I don't like any of those. Chris I like Scrapey? your name, Scrapey. <laughs> just be you. Uh, I am. And I'll try to be me, okay. and we'll try to get Alden or Alden squared away next time. Good job. Because that's, uh, that's not good on our part. Uh, NCAA basketball coming up tonight at Viejas Arena. 8 o'clock start, as always, thanks to the uh, mighty uh, the mighty engine that is television. The Aztecs in Colorado State will not tip off until 8 o'clock tonight. At Viejas Arena, I will be going to the game screen. Whoa. I will be there. Uh, my wife went to Colorado State. I think everybody knows that by now. She wanted to go to at least one game this season. So this is the one she chose. Um, I have yet to yet to figure out whether or not she's going to be wearing her Colorado State gear to the game. Ooh, are you going to sit somewhere else? Yes, I'd rather her not in case somebody throws something at her and misses and hits me. Because <laughs> I will not be rooting for Colorado State in this game tonight. Just put up a barrier. I don't want to be caught in the uh, collateral damage that my <laughs> wife faces if she wears CSU stuff to the game tonight. Is but, there um, trash talk in the stands? Uh, not really. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, unless you sit in the middle of the show. Now, well, if yeah, you're going to sit in the middle of the yeah. student section with yeah. a Colorado State sweatshirt that's on, different. you should expect that you're going to take uh, quite a bit of heat. Yeah. Right? Elsewhere in the arena, uh, I think she'll be okay. I mean, there's always a couple of crazies out there. Yeah, but I didn't think so, that there was a lot of trash talk. She should be okay, uh, especially since the Aztecs should kick Colorado State's butt. Uh, I know they're eleven and a half point favorite. Colorado State did take them to overtime, though, in the first meeting mm-hmm. in Fort Collins. So you can That's never true. take anything for granted. One thing you also can't take for granted is North Carolina, the preseason number one team in the nation, according to Joe Lenardi's latest bracketology I know where this released is going. today. North Carolina will not be in the NCAA tournament. Uh, the Tar Heels' overall record is 16-11. and 11. Lenardi lists them among the first four out. Let me ask you a question. If it wasn't for the name North Carolina... What about a 16 and 11 team would tell you that they deserve to even be in the first four out? Uh, They've lost 11 games. They've played nine games against teams that are listed in quadrant one as, you know, the better teams. North Carolina's played nine games against them. They've lost them all. They haven't it, won any. It's because of their preseason ranking is number one. Yes, it's all because of their preseason ranking is number one. It's all because of the fact they were in the national final last year. But that should have nothing to do with this year. The other two teams in the first four out, two of the others are New Mexico and Utah State, two teams from the Mountain West that, of course, have far better records in North Carolina. I'm not saying either school is better than North Carolina. I'm just saying North Carolina should not be where it's at. No. 16 and 11, that's too many losses. That's just too many. I mean, I want to let North Carolina in the tournament, too, because they're supposed to have a great team, but guess what? They don't have a great team. So the tournament should be reserved for, you know, at least the hall of the very good. And North Carolina is not in that hall. Uh, San Diego State, on the latest Lenardi bracketology, has a sixth seed in the Midwest region. I don't want the Aztecs to end up with a sixth seed. Why? 
because I don't want them to have to play the winner of a play-in game in the 11 seed. Yeah. And right now, Lenardi has them matched up against the winner of USC and Wisconsin. I don't know that that will be how it all turns out. But if you are a six seed, you run the risk of having to play one of those play-in game winners, and you have far less time to prepare for that team than you do if you're a seven seed and you have to play a 10, but you know who your opponent is. I also wouldn't mind moving up to a five seed, but I'm just saying I don't want to stay slotted in the six spot. I never uh, – we'll talk about this every single year because I say it every single year. Okay. I never understand the first four because if they're good enough to be an 11 seed, they should be in the tournament already. The reason they did that is because it used to be the first four was just the eight worst teams in the tournament, and they all knocked each other out, mm. and they didn't really have as good of a chance to play in the, quote, real tournament. Okay. So that's why they changed it, and now there's two – games featuring 16 seeds and there's two games featuring 11 seeds. That 11 seed is always hot. Always. Well, why? Because they played a game, they won a game and now the confidence. other team, they have confidence and the other team only gets two days to prepare for them. That's why that 11 team that wins the play-in game is dangerous and that's why I don't want to see the Aztecs have to play them. Alright, enough of that. Let's get into the daily gambit. I want to know whether or not I won or lost XFL bets. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Listen to 97.3 The Fan on the Odyssey app for your chance to win a pair of tickets to Depeche Mode at Pachanga. Pachanga? Now you got me all worried about mispronouncing words. Pachanga Arena on December 6th. Every hour you listen now through March 5th equals one entry in the contest. Chris, Depeche Mode. You like them. Uh, I think I can name one song. All right. Which song is that? I'm going to type it into the computer. Personal Jesus. Personal Jesus. Oh, I have heard that song. I don't know if that's Depeche Mode, though. I could be wrong. It's not in the computer. We only have one. Oh, we have Enjoy the Silence is a Depeche Mode in the computer. But anyway, if you listen on the Odyssey app, 97.3 The Fan or 97.3 The Fan SD, you can be entered into that contest. Yes, Personal Jesus is by Depeche Mode. All right. So I was at least correct about that. So let's go back, Chris, to review some of the bets we made last on Friday. So a while back, it seems like. Yeah, it's been a while. But we made a bet on the three-point contest uh, on Friday, and that ended up being won by Dame. Damian Lillard. Yeah, he was the favorite. Uh, Well, when we bet, Buddy Heald was the favorite. Oh. But... Tony picked Dame at plus 400. You picked Jason Tatum, and I picked Tyler Hero. So Tony was the well, only one Well, I was one picking the MVP there. of the All-Star game. I just jumped ahead. That's all. Okay. <laughs> the dunk contest, Kenyon Martin Jr., Mac McClung, Jericho Sims, Trey Mur- Troy Murphy the third. I, I think I got this one right. You said Mac McClung, and he did win. He was the favorite, minus 110. And so Tony said he was Kenyon just minus Martin Jr. 110? He was, like, by far and away the favorite. Yeah, and he far and away won. I yeah. guess he was really spectacular. I watched uh, a quick video clip of his dunks. Eh. 
I was going to say, the dunk contest... <laughs> I wasn't I, blown away. I turned it on for maybe five minutes. I, I have to say, it was not my favorite. I yeah, used the to dunk, love the dunk contest. The dunk contest that was the All-Star game itself was more exciting than the actual <laughs> dunk contest. Uh, USD Baseball played Nebraska on Friday, and they were one-and-a-half run favorites. So we, I took Nebraska. You guys took USD. USD did win 7-3, to three, so you guys won the bet. And USD had a great weekend against Nebraska. They went 3-0, and oh, and then the teams played yesterday to a 16-16 tie. Oh, my gosh. And Nebraska had to get on a flight home, so they had to call the game a tie. Wow. But USD went 3-0-1 oh, against Nebraska this weekend, so good on the uh, Toreros. Good on them for sure. The Aztecs also played against Arizona State on Friday. We all chose the Aztecs. They were the favorite on the uh, on the run line by one and a half runs. No, Arizona State was the favorite by uh, one and a half runs. See, this is where I went. Okay, this is where I went in my own head. I was looking at this bet this morning. Yes, I'm we like, won what? that one. Yeah, because uh, the Aztecs lost... But only by one. Yeah, six to five. So the so. one and a half runs. The Aztecs, by the way, lost all three games of that series. Not good. All very close games. Yeah. I think two one-run games and a two-run game. So they'll try to get back to it. I believe tonight is the uh, Aztecs' home opener in baseball. Lots of baseball games coming up for both oh, yeah. USD and San Diego State. XFL betting, baby. All right. How'd I do? Vegas Vipers at the Arlington Renegades. We all chose the Vipers. The, Vi- the Renegades were three-and-a-half-point favorites. The Renegades won 22-20, to 20, but the Vipers covered, so we win the bet there, Chris. Where's our music? Oh, yes, thank you. Thank you, I forgot Celebration music. <laughs> we haven't done that in a while. Yeah, I wanted to hear it. Now, the Guardians and the Roughnecks. The Roughnecks were three-and-a-half-point favorites in this game. We all chose the Roughnecks. The Roughnecks did win 33-12. to 12. We got Wade another Phillips. one. We got Wade another one. Wade Phillips, I'm telling you, Wade believe. Phillips. He's a great coach. He is, but I can't believe he's still coaching. I actually don't think he's a great coach. He's a great guy. He's a great and guy. I mean that sincerely. Okay. He's one of the best guys you'd ever want to meet. Uh, another bet we made, the St. Louis Battle Hawks at the San Antonio Brahmas. We all chose the Battle Hawks. They were two and a half point favorites. The Battle Hawks won 18 to 15. They covered 3-0. We are doing really well. Haven't lost this. yet. Yes, we are doing really well. Now, the last one would be the Sea Dragons at the D.C. Defenders. Mm-hmm. Sea Dragons were favorites in this game by one and a half points. Chris and I said the Defenders. Tony said the Sea Dragons. And the Defenders ended up winning 22-18. to So Chris and I went 4-0 in our XFL betting. Man, I should have paid more attention. I, I should know. Have, I didn't watch a minute of any of the games, but I should have bet on all of them. I know we did. 4-0. I mean, 4-0 is pretty good. I don't think I've ever gone 4-0 in an NFL so. weekend. I don't think so either. Yeah. I got this XFL thing down pat. You do? Tonight, right. San Diego State at home to Colorado State, as we have talked about. My my thing says it's ten. the San Diego State's 10.5-point favorite. You're saying it's 11. Well, 10.5, 11.5, it's right in that area. See, the, I'll, I'll go first, Chris. It depends who you know where you're getting the odds from. Uh, I got them from BetQL. BetQL, 10.5. Yes. 10.5. Ten ten okay. But the, the only thing that makes me nervous is that the Aztecs, can, I, I think they're going to win the game, but the Aztecs sometimes blow out teams, and then they also have games that are close, like against Fresno State last week, 45-43. I say that the Aztecs win, but they only win by like eight. So I'm going to say that they don't You're going to take Colorado State then. Yes. That's what all. do you think? You're just taking Colorado State plus the points. I needed to explain myself. That's okay. You can take them. My wife will be happy with you. <laughs> what are you going to do? I know you're going to go Aztecs. I'm going to take the... No, I don't always take Aztecs. I took Fresno State last week. 
And I won. You did. They they had the points. They lost by two. But I'll, I'll take the Aztecs here. Um, you know, they had a week to rest after that Fresno State game. That's true. Hopefully learn their lessons. Uh, Colorado State has been playing much poorer the second half of the season as they did earlier. See, these are all things that I need to hear from you before I make my bet, but I'm going to keep my bet. Keep your bet. World Baseball Classic is going to be starting March 8th, and we have the odds for each group or pool. Oh, okay. Uh, the USA, they're in Pool C, along with Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. Uh, USA is heavily favored to win this pool at minus 400. Then it goes Mexico, then Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain. I don't understand. I really don't know how the tournament works. It's kind of like the, uh, the reason World I'm Cup. asking. Do you okay? Do you have to win your bracket, you have to win your pool, or do you have to be first or second in your bracket? See that I don't know. Right, but, I don't either, and I would like to know that before I bet, because I'm not going to bet on the USA to win the bracket if they don't need to win the bracket to advance. You're it right. might be beneficial for them to lose a game somewhere and rest some play. You know, rest a starter somewhere if you're allowed to advance by finishing second. How many different groups are there? There's four. Well, my guess is is that the top two from each will make it. I'm trying and to go look. down to a final eight. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the schedule. That's my guess. I mean, I, I'm just no. You know. You're probably right. You're probably so right. So that's why I would not bet everything I have on the USA to win its bracket. They should win their bracket easily. The question is, will they really be trying to win their bracket? I'm looking through the schedule, and it does. They, they're showing like Team A two plays teams. Yeah, yeah. So A two means you finish second in your bracket. And so you and, and you can move on. So it's the first so two. It's but... the first two. So I'm not going to bet. I'm I'm uh, passing on the bet. Wow. Yeah. All right. And, that, and you know what? I highly recommend that to you crazy betters out there. <laughs> Passing on a bet is not the worst thing you can do sometimes. I guess it's not. It's not. But in minus 400 isn't a great payout anyway. If you're going to pick the USA, you're going to have to bet like a ton of money to make any money on this. So I wouldn't make the bet anyway. But the other uh, favorites in the pools, Dominican Republic minus 300, Cuba plus 110, and Japan heavy favorites in theirs minus 650. Yeah, but be careful about those group winner bets cuz again you don't have to finish first in your bracket to advance. So I don't what I don't like doing is betting on something that the teams may not be trying to accomplish. Yeah. That seems really wasted to me. I think they're going to try to win. Their of course pool. they're going to try to win their games, but if you're 4-0 and let's say Mexico's 4-0 and there's one game left and both teams advance, the U.S. might sit a couple guys out or you know, not sure. start their best starting pitcher. I mean, you don't Load know. Load management. <laughs> Load management for the world. Absolutely. Uh, Can't wait to talk about Adam Silver and his load management comments, by the way. <laughs> I am, I've been livid about this all weekend. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll get into that. Uh, really quick, since we're kind of out of time, uh, the futures for American League MVP, Shohei Otani leads the way, then Mike Trout and Aaron Judge. The NL, you have Juan Soto leading the way for the National League He's MVP. favored. Plus 500, then Mookie, then Fernando at number three, plus 900, and then Manny Machado, the eighth, plus 1,500. I tweeted this out earlier, at Matt Scraby, but when was the last time three Padres were in the top eight in the odds And I bet you if, you if you took it down another five or six spots, you'd probably find Xander Bogart's name. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't he be is. too far down there. Let me see. He's eight, so, 10, 12. He's the 
14th. 14th. So they got four of the top 14. That's crazy. That's nuts. That's why you should be really, really enjoying every minute of this 2023 season. Uh, Stop worrying about everything else. Yeah, last thing is the Cy Young, American League. Jacob deGrom leads the way. and then Jacob deGrom? That's what I said, too. The odds of Jacob deGrom making it through April are about should be 50 to 1. I thought the same exact thing, Chris. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, and the last thing, the National League Cy Young future, Sandy Alcantara. I'm going to figure out how to pronounce Alcantara. his name, too. That's Plus right. 450. Uh, the first Padres pitcher is not until you get down to 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. 11, Joe Musgrove is 11th at Joe plus Musgrove. 1,800. And then the Hugh Darvish, plus 2,200. I would take. I would, I would. would throw a couple of bucks on uh, No-No Joe. Me too. He could win a Cy Young one year. Plus 1,800, great odds. Remember how he started last year? Wasn't he like 7-0? and He was. Unbeaten, unscored upon. Yeah. Then he went to a mid-season slump. He got too tired. He got too tired. Load management, Joe. Yep. Load management. All right, speaking of load management, yes, Adam Silver did have some comments on that. Over the weekend during the All-Star break, I will uh, tell you why they drove me crazy to hear. Also, when we come back, NBA team just fired its head coach, and it's a team that would currently be in the playoffs. Tell you who when we come back after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back in the Odyssey Palace, we just broke... The news, Chris, to Adam Klug that you were going to talk about here in this segment. But Gwen and Chris, Tony is off getting ready for Peoria. I'm Scraby. That's Chris Ello. And Chris, uh, we were in here talking to Adam, and then he looked at your computer, and he just exclaimed with joy over the news that you are about to deliver. Atlanta Hawks have fired Nate McMillan. And he um, was so happy about this. Yeah, Adam Klug couldn't have gotten better news. He's a Hawk fan. By the way, that includes the only Hawk fan I've ever met I, in my entire life. I don't know if I and know either. And that includes people in Atlanta. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anybody there who's a Hawk fan. Have they ever won a title? It. Atlanta Hawks, no. Uh, I believe the St. Louis Hawks, ah. which is where they played prior to moving to Atlanta in the mid-60s, did win an NBA title in the 50s. 
But no, the Atlanta Hawks have never won a title. Wow. But that doesn't mean you can't have fans. No. I just don't know anybody who is one other than Adam Klug. Um, there might be somebody else out there listening to the program who cares that Nate McMillan was just fired today. But I thought it was a bit of an interesting decision. Obviously... Trey Young doesn't get along with Nate McMillan. I mean, they had a dust-up a month and a half ago, if I recall. Remember, she sat him out of a game, or yeah. Trey Young didn't show up for a practice, yeah. or something crazy happened. Nate McMillan said there was nothing to it. There's always something to that. There's always. And when you see the guy get fired a month or two later, with a record of 29-30, and 30, which would have them in the playoffs right now. The Hawks would be a playoff team. Evidently not good enough for Hawks management. So they've let Nate McMillan go. Here's what's not good enough for me, Scraby. Let's hear it. Adam Silver saying that the load management issue really just isn't that big of a deal. I mean, I'm a big Adam Silver fan. I always feel like whenever you have a discussion, who's the best commissioner in all of sports, Adam Silver easily wins that. I agree. But for him to try to play this off, which he did at the All-Star break, in his state of the game address, as just not that big of a deal. There's other issues that concern me more. Guys have been not playing in games for years and years. Is just not really getting the temperature of the room. Because everybody that I know of, and I mean everybody that either follows the NBA or just kind of follows it thinks the load management is the biggest problem the game has. The only thing close to it is the officiating <laughs> and whether or not those guys are good enough to call a game from time to time and get some of the calls right without every play having to go to video replay. It seems but, like the load management issue has become bigger here in the last couple months. Well, it's gotten big this year, and my hats go off to Anthony Edwards, of the Minnesota Timberwolves, who was not only in that movie that you had me watch. I can't ever remember the name, but he was great in that movie. He was great. His the name was Kermit. called Hustle. Hustle, that's it. And it was with Adam Sandler, and it's about Adam Sandler as an NBA scout, and he finds this great player overseas, and he tries to bring him back into the NBA. I can tell you, this is not a Scraby recommendation where every movie's great. <laughs> I can tell you that the movie's great. Chris actually and, did say that. And Anthony Edwards plays a, a basketball player in the movie, and he does, a, he does a hell of a good job. He does. But he came out and said that load management is the biggest issue in the NBA, and he said what we all say all the time, and that is how many people go to a game to see a superstar play and they're not in the lineup. That's bad for basketball. Yeah. It just is. And I don't I don't have the answer to it necessarily. Not even necessarily. I don't have the answer to it. A lot of people say, well, if you if you shave the season back to seventy games and you cut out twelve games, the back then you'd be playing the back no more back to backs and you wouldn't have to worry about it. The problem with that is nobody's going to agree to play seventy games because that's twelve games worth of revenue that comes in for owners. And those 12 games, you know how much money the owners make in a paycheck from the gate for one game? A lot. It's got to be insane, right? Yeah, and the, and the concessions. and Concessions and parking and everything else. Merch. They're not going to give up 12 games 
which would amount to six home games. But don't you for want each owner? But the, as an owner, don't you want your money makers on the floor every single night? Don't you evidently want people they, evidently paying more some, money for your some tickets? Some organizations aren't allowing their money makers to play. I know the Warriors of, do that. A lot of people are blaming a lot of the players for sitting out and being soft when the real reason that these guys sit out is because management makes them sit out. Wants That's, them to yeah. rest. Yeah. So And it makes sense, but it, it, if you're a fan, it, it's it's not ideal. It's really bad. Yeah. Because the NBA has built itself up as a star-driven league. That is what we go to see. No, Nobody is an overstatement, but very few people come out to see the Dallas Mavericks play team basketball. <laughs> they come out to watch Donkic, Donchich, and they come out to watch Kyrie now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nobody goes to see the Denver Nuggets set picks for each other. <laughs> they go out to see Jokic do his thing. Every team, that's what's great about the NBA. Every team, even the lousy ones, have superstar players. Yeah. I mean, the the Charlotte Hornets are one of the worst teams in the league. They have LaMelo Ball. Still watch him. Yeah, he's, he's you good. You know, the Bulls are not in the playoffs. They still got DeRozan and Zach Levine. Everybody, it seems, has stars unless they're sitting out in load management, in which case you pay for a product you're not getting. Yeah, that's the problem. That is an inherent issue. If you're going to... How does Adam Silver come by, come off by saying, you know, I, I just think there's more important things to talk about. Commissioner, that I, is I didn't tone realize deaf. you're that tone deaf. That is really tone deaf, because if I'm paying $150 to go sit in a good seat to see LeBron play, and he doesn't play, and, I'm, and Anthony Davis doesn't play, then I'm watching the backups... I mean, maybe you should reprice that ticket. If that's what you want to do as a team, then make the price a little bit lower because you're not going to see the best players. Yeah. I mean, it's an issue. And I just I just don't think that load management is really that true. The reason I say that is because there are guys in the league now who are playing all the games. Yeah, that's true. Anthony Edwards is one of them, and that's why he spoke up. But... There are a lot of guys that want to play every night and are being told they can't. There are a lot of guys that do play every night. That tells me that you can play. And if you want to load manage, then limit a guy's minutes. If it's a back-to-back situation, play him five less minutes one game and five less minutes the next game. But to just put him in street clothes and send him to the bench... That's people aren't getting what they paid for. That's a problem. I just feel like if you're going to pay the person a lot of money to play games, I can't believe the owners are actually okay with them paying them to sit. Well, because they've been fed a load of crap by the analytics people <laughs> who that tell them that better. these guys will play better in the playoffs if they get some rest. Yeah. I hate to keep bringing up Jordan because he's not the only one. But he played pretty spectacular in the playoffs every year after playing 82 games. And so did Barkley. And so did all those guys going up to the last five or ten years. No, that's true. That's very true. You know what? I think load management is not a bunch of crap. I'm sure it's nice to have a day off, but I just don't think the NBA should allow it. Yeah. All right. And that's what somebody's going to have to come back with if they're ever going to get over this issue because otherwise – not going away. You're right, though, Chris. Adam Silver, that was very tone deaf, and he's not one to make tone deaf comments, but that was very tone deaf. All right, we're going to head to break, but when we get back, 
Ben and Woods were at spring training this morning. They talked to AJ Preller. They talked to Matt Carpenter, Xander Bogarts, and also Nick Martinez, who is now, we haven't even said this yet, he is now a starting pitcher in the World Baseball Classic. So Ben and Woods talked with them. We'll hear all of that when we get back on 97.3 The Fan. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. What? This hour on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Mitsubishi. The Mitsubishi Spring Sales Event. It's on right now. Local Mitsubishi retailer. Check out the all-new Outlander, plug-in hybrid, or drive the 2023 Mitsubishi Outlander. APR rates as low as 2.9% for 60 months. Inventory is arriving daily. Visit your local Mitsubishi retailer today. It's a tough word. That is, that is a really Mitsubishi. tough word. But you did a really good job. I think I did all right on it. Do you know how to spell it? Uh, yes. M-I-T-S-U-B-I-S-H-I. Ding. Mitsubishi. Give yourself a ding for that one. Oh, good. I get a ding. 3.42 is the time. Gwen and Chris is actually Chris and Scraby for a couple of days as Tony works his way down to spring training. He'll rejoin us on the program Thursday. Then on Friday, we'll have the first spring training broadcast from Peoria. Opening spring training game will feature the Padres and the Seattle Mariners. Uh, ben and Woods are down at spring training. They're getting their uh, they're getting their cuts in. Yes. Playing some long toss. <laughs> you know, getting ready for the season. I'm sure Woods I'm sure Woods fancies himself as kind of a major league ball player. Well, I don't know about that. You know, that. since he plays on the weekend. I, well, I don't know about that, but I do know before COVID happened, we were supposed to do something uh, down at a batting cage. I'm not sure where it was. I remember this. But he was going to try to hit a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, and not COVID he was gonna, wiped no, he it wasn't, out. He wasn't going to try. He was going to do it. I, I and believe we all that he could have like, gotten one no off. No chance. I, I don't know. I, I would have, But COVID ruined it for us. And COVID ruined the whole we thing. We never the, got to see The it. moment's gone. The moment is gone. The moment's kind of gone. I'd like to see Woods stand in against a 100-mile-per-hour fastball. But I, I, you know what? I tend to agree with you in a batting cage where the ball comes to the same spot every time. You can make contact. You could eventually time it yeah. and just put your bat there and make some contact. But I think I could hit it, too. I don't know that uh, Woods or too many people could honestly hit a Major League Baseball 100-mile-per-hour fastball thrown by... Jacob Degrom. We need. We need. Okay. We need. You know this what I'm saying. I mean, we need Josh Wo- Hader to pitch to, to Woods <laughs> and myself. With all due respect to Josh Hader, and I love the guy. I'm not standing in there. I'm, not I'm either. standing like in the first base coaching box. He's also not the a lefty. batter's box. He's a lefty, so things get a little scary. And I'm lefty. Yeah. I. I no way. I don't want any part of the Josh Hader slider. You don't want to get your tower buzzed by Josh Hader? I don't. I do not. <laughs> I would run for cover. Uh, I can I can tell you when it comes to speed of you know athletic spheres moving, 
I was yes. going to say balls, but I knew that okay. wouldn't sound good, and you'd Spears. probably tape it. <laughs> but I once tried to stand in there against a professional tennis player. Oh, gosh. And return a serve. Oh, man. And those are coming in at 120, 30 miles an hour sometimes. Yeah. No, that's crazy. And I couldn't get my racket on it no. once. No, I couldn't either. Not once. The, yeah. And I don't think the guy, and I don't remember who it was, it was some event in San Diego. And they Novak some, Djokovic? It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> Djokovic. It was somebody, you know, with who shall we name nameless because I don't remember who it is. But it was some event, and they let the media come out and try to, you know, volley with the real players. And so just for fun, you know, one of the pros said, hey, you want to try and return a serve? And I said, ah, yeah, I can play some tennis. I can return a serve. No, I can't. I, I think couldn't tennis, even get my racket on it. Yeah, tennis would be the 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 sport I wouldn't think even how try. big the racket is. Yeah, I mean the the face of the racket's pretty big. I couldn't get my racket on it. So the 100 mile per hour Josh Hader fastball with a round bat doesn't sound fun. No thanks. All right. No thanks. All right. All right. Ben and Woods though. This morning, if you missed the program, join the club. I missed it too. But uh, they uh, had a lot of good interviews on this morning, and you can catch the full interviews. Any of these by going to our website at 973thefansd.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. And among their guests today, A.J. Preller, general manager of the San Diego Padres, who talked about all of the outside noise coming in about the Padres and their spending ways. Honestly, like I think it just focused on like going out and, and you know putting our team in the best position possible to, to win games and do it in a way that's really exciting that the fans want to come to the ballpark and see. So, um, and you know ultimately it is it's it's that simple. Like if, if we put a product on the field every single year where people want to come out and see it, and you know we're playing deep into October. Um, you know, let let other people kind of debate and talk about, hey, like you know, which is is, is there a right way to do this, a different way to do it? <laughs> as long as it gets done. Yeah, right? to yeah. me, it's like there, there's a lot of different ways to build teams, and there's going to be, you know, over the course, even like in the last three or four years, we've been in the playoffs a couple times, and you know, the 20 team was you know different payroll than than we have currently, different different type of roster, and you know, hopefully, we're talking about a team in three or four years that has a different type of structure. So, but the the bottom line is, as long as you're successful and you're winning, and that's and that's being consistent. That's what we focus on more than any of the talk, you know, that that we're seeing or, or may see in the industry about how we're how we're doing it. How long was that for AJ Preller? Fifty-five seconds. Fifty-five seconds. What did he say? He said that said nothing. No, he said he's that, a magical no, sayer of nothing. He said that it's important to spend to win. Not really. He I, said I that, that they do. I didn't hear that. I heard all kinds. He says. We can do all kinds of different ways to put together a ball club. What I'd love A.J. Preller once to say, just for fun, is, yeah, those people can kiss my behind. I don't think he'll ever say that because he has to he has to deal with them in, in trades at some point. I know. I don't think he wants to I offend know. the front offices everywhere. I know. Remember what Bobby Knight once famously said? What? When asked about his critics. Bobby Knight, the famous uh, college well, yes, basketball yes. coach. Everybody knows who he is, he but I'm reminding... He threw a chair, he threw a ball. Yes, he had quite the uh, temper. Quite the temper. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Knight once famously said, when they bury me, I hope they bury me upside down <laughs> so my critics can kiss my... <laughs> <laughs> that is a quote I can get behind. Is that an all-timer that is. or what? That's a Bobby Knight quote right that there. That is an all-timer. If you were to give me... Three people and give me the quote. I may have just you went think would get Bobby Knight yeah. for that one? Yeah, yeah. that's an all timer. Uh, all right, uh, that was AJ Preller, Matt Carpenter, one of the newest Padres, sweet mustache. 
Got the big uh, handlebar mustache going on. One that uh, one that Peter Seidler has copied. There's a couple people which that is have leading copied. you and I to now start calling Peter Seidler the sheriff because <laughs> he just looks like an he old does. west sheriff. It's, it's not because of his attitude or anything like that. He just looks like one of those guys walking down the uh, walking down the uh, dirt road there yeah. at high noon. Yeah, the main street, main street there, and uh, checking into the saloon to see what's going on. Absolutely. Uh, but here's Matt Carpenter talking about how he reinvented himself. Because remember, Matt Carpenter kind of looked like his career was slipping away there till he recaptured it last year with the Yankees. It was a combination of a few things. Um, I felt like uh, physically I still had a lot left to give. You know, at the time and my t- time at St. Louis, uh, performance-wise, the last couple years wasn't great. But, you know, in the back of my mind and in my heart, I really believed that I could still do it at a high level. I just you know, wasn't for whatever reason, you know, part of that was cer- certainly self-driven. Um, I got into some bad habits. Uh, my swing had kind of gotten a little sideways on me and, and some of it also was driven by, you know, a lack of an opportunity to play. You know, we, we made some trades that uh, inf- uh, affected some of my playing time. And we also had some young guys that rightfully so earned some playing time. And, um, you know, all that had a fear, but, you know, I had to really kind of look, look deep and, uh, look myself in the mirror and, and decide, um, you know, if if I wanted to keep doing this and and the changes that I needed to make. So I went on a journey that last that off season to go out and really try to retune my swing, kind of hone in my craft, and give myself an opportunity to go out and play. And um, thankfully, you know, the Yankees gave me that opportunity, and I was able to run with it. Matt Carpenter in 2018 hit 36 home runs, had 81 RBIs, hit 257, 36 home runs. Before the 2019 season, one, your pal, Chris Ello, selected him in a fantasy football baseball draft. Oh, I was going to say football, football, wrong sport. Obviously. Fantasy baseball, he joined my club. He proceeded to then hit half the amount of home runs, 15. He batted 226. By the next year, he was down to four home runs and then three. Matt Carpenter thinks that his swing got messed up. You know what really happened to Matt Carpenter's career? What? Oh, you I drafted, drafted him. him. Yeah, that's true. We, that's we, what happened. Uh, We've been through this before. We can't. We can't ever have him on the show now. Yeah, because, because he, he, he's just not going to. Once he finds yeah. out that I'm the reason that his career went south for a couple of years, I know out there everybody was saying, "Well, don't draft any Padres this year." Chris. He doesn't. He doesn't. Don't worry, I won't. Because <laughs> they're too close. I get frustrated when they don't perform well. Anyway, Carpenter did come back last year. 15 home runs, 305 with the Yankees. 15 home runs in just 47 games, by the way. So that's one every three games. So Matt Carpenter really caught fire last year. Hopefully he'll stay hot for the Padres. All right. Nick Martinez next up on the Ben and Woods spring training tour. And, uh, yes, as Scraby mentioned, he is going to indeed participate in the World Baseball Classic after he was, then he wasn't, now he is again. Here's why. Being selected, super pumped that I was selected. Then um, turns out I had to back out because of just my different roles with Team USA and then uh, with the Padres. You know, got to make sure that I'm going to be ready for the for the season as a starter. And then, um, then again, you know, then it opens up that I do have a spot as a starter. So I was like, wait a second, this this may actually line up, and so, so I'm actually happy to work out. All right. So the reason that he had backed out in the first place is because it looked like he was going to be a reliever for the World Baseball Classic, and he didn't want to be relieving. He wanted to be getting geared up to be a starter. Now. With Kershaw out, Martinez is in as a starter. 
So that way it lines up for him to participate. That's the explanation if you're wondering out there. Nick Martinez will be uh, a key guy this year. But I'll tell you one thing, Scraby, of all the guys we met last year, oh. put him near the top. One of my favorite guys. I tell people ask me like who is the the best player you've ever met or athlete on the current Padres team, and I say all the other guys, but Nick Martinez really stood out to us because he was there. He was there for a reason. He was there for business, and he took care of business. But he was also a good guy. Yeah, exactly. They're all you know what they're all good guys. I don't want to. I don't want to indicate that any of them aren't. But some guys, as you say, just kind of stand out a little more than others. Yeah. And uh, Nick was one of those guys for me last year. All right, last stop on the Ben and Weds, Woods Spring, Ben and Weds, <laughs> the Ben and Woods Spring <laughs> Training Tour, Xander Bogarts, talking about being with his new team for the first time. This is my first time being able to be with a new team, different team, new guys. Uh, that's been a little different, you know, because a lot of new faces that you're meeting, uh, not not much familiar faces like you're bumping into guys every every year for like the past five six years. So right, it is different. It is it is a change, but it, it hasn't been a challenge so far. Uh, I mean, I get along with, with with pretty much everyone, so I don't have enemies. I don't have problem with with no one in here. It's been all fun. It's been cool, and I mean, just getting being able to work with the guys. Hopefully, I get in some games before I head to the WBC. And, sure, and that'll be nice. All right, Woodsy, stop saying sure after everything they say. Why? Because Because it steps on the quote. Oh, don't worry it about it. It soils the quote. No, it does not. Uh, who hit more home runs last year, Xander Bogarts or Matt Carpenter? Scraby? It has to be Xander Bogarts. It has to be, but it isn't. Wow. They both hit 15. Really? How about that? Xander Bogarts had 15 on the lower end of his career numbers. Hopefully this year he'll be back up in the mid-20s, which is where he's normally used to being. He did bat 307 last year and have an 833 OPS and finished ninth in the MVP balloting. Mm. So Xander was still pretty good. Yeah. And we hope he'll be good again. All right. Nice work. Ben and Woods, if you want to hear all those interviews or more of those interviews at uh, 97.3thefansd.com or the Odyssey app. Chris versus the fans. Yep, We've made it's it to next. that point. Let's go, 833-288-0973. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 